Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Rundown with Jazz. I just want to say before we get into the episode, thank you all so much for all the support on the first episode. It's really meant the world seeing you going on runs, listening to the podcast, going on hot girl walks, listening to the podcast and all the love posting on your stories. It's just, it's meant so much to me and so many lovely messages that I've had as well. It's truly the reason one of the main reasons I wanted to start the podcast and receiving such lovely and wonderful feedback just only inspires me and motivates me to create even more but I just wanted to say a massive thank you because from the bottom of my heart this really means everything that everyone's loving the pod. So today we're going to do a rundown of realizations that I've had. I want to say in the past couple of weeks when I've been journaling or when I've been going on runs I've had quite a few realizations and I thought that quite a lot of them a lot of you would be able to resonate with so even if you can only resonate with one or even part of one that is amazing so I think without further ado we're just gonna dive into dive in I feel like every person on a podcast says that we're gonna dive into this week we're gonna get the rundown on realizations with me your host Jazz. The first realisation that I had and I know Anna Arch has posted about this as well is that you have to switch off to switch on. I had this realisation on the retreat and previous and then even sometimes now coming back from the retreat if I start to feel anxious or overwhelmed or starting to think that I have to do all of this stuff then my result will be to just like scroll on my phone or even just watch videos on my phone just to do anything to not think about that and like almost mindlessly distract myself from it, which I know full well is not helping me at all. But it's just so easy to engage in. And I feel like so many of us now, it's so easy to just pick up your phone and I had it and that was the mindless scroll central for me. I would spend ages on it and it just got to the point where I was like, this isn't healthy for me. Like I'm spending too long scrolling on it. I'm st- I'm feeling anxious. And obviously like the TikTok algorithm, once you've got stuck on one certain kind of content, it's really hard to get rid of it. And it just wasn't healthy for me at all. So I think I deleted that, I want to say over a year ago, just over a year ago. But then obviously with like Instagram reels and then you can get, I don't really scroll through YouTube shorts, but there's, I feel like essentially every app is creating its own version of TikTok. So it's really, really hard to like not mindlessly scroll. And obviously like you can put limits on your phone. So like for Instagram, you could put like an hour limit a day, but it doesn't really stop you from going on it. It just is like, hey, your time's up. And then you can just click, well, I want to scroll a bit more, like another 15 minutes. It's not really, I'd realized that I've been spending quite a lot of time really when maybe if I would have spent 10 minutes journaling, then I wouldn't have needed to mindlessly scroll for like a couple of hours to somewhat regulate, but it didn't even regulate me. It's almost like this false regulation where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm feeling better, but I'm not. I'm just not thinking about anything. I'm just sat down for two hours. It's just mindlessly scrolling. It doesn't help at all. When I got to the retreat, we had to like set an intention in like this little journaling session we had at the beginning. And I just really, really wanted to be present in every moment. I didn't want to feel like I had to spend the whole time filming or be texting people like, oh my God, we're doing this, it's amazing. Like I can do that afterwards. I wanted to be fully present, fully in the moment. I wanted to be fully present. I wanted to be fully in the moment. 
I wanted to make meaningful connections with people. And I feel like when you're constantly checking your phone every five minutes, it can really disrupt those meaningful connections because it breaks off conversation. I know I try not to do this anymore, but I was guilty. I think it's called fubbing, but it's essentially when like you'll be in a conversation, then you'll just check your phone when someone is speaking to you. And I, I try really hard not to do that anymore because I want to be fully present. So I set that intention, I was like, I'm gonna leave my phone upstairs as much as I can. And I literally left my phone upstairs the whole weekend. Like all the pictures that I put on Instagram are all from other people because I was like, I am not spending I'm not spending time on my phone. I need to see how almost like a complete phone detox will make me feel. And I'm not gonna lie, guys, it was the most peaceful I've ever felt in my life. Like I just felt so calm. I didn't feel that anxious thing like, oh, I need to check my phone. Oh, I need to do this. And if I did have those thoughts, I was like, maybe you need to message this person. I'd be like, I don't need to message this person. I can do it later. Or if I started to feel anxious, instead of mindlessly scrolling, I kind of go to one of the girls like, well, probably my one of my closest friends on the retreat, Lizzie, I kind of go to her, girl, I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> would just take five minutes to maybe just be on my own or just have like a little five minutes away from all that, the absolute crazy, amazing chaos that an excitement and adrenaline rush that the retreat was. But sometimes I needed like a little, whew, this is a lot. It's amazing, but it's a lot and I need five minutes to chill. And instead of going on my phone, just taking those five minutes to do some deep breaths, talk about how I'm feeling with someone, just remove myself. And then I get back to it and all it took probably was five, five, ten minutes. And I actually felt better and I'd actually dealt with the emotion that I was feeling rather than go on my phone, spend two hours scrolling, feel even more anxious than I did when I went, actually went on it. And I just couldn't believe how amazing I felt. Like, obviously I knew I, prob- I was going to feel better, not mindlessly scrolling, but I didn't realise what a massive difference it would make. Like, it seems so obvious, like, yeah, if you're not going on your phone, like, there's so many studies now. If you spend, spending time on your phone can make you more anxious, whatever, but I couldn't actually believe it, how much it had helped. So coming back from the retreat, I was like, this is something that I need to try and implement to my life. I know I'm not just gonna be able to chuck my phone in with my Instagram account and stuff like that. I need to, be able to post etc but I needed to work out a more balanced schedule where I didn't feel like I had to be on it all the time because if you're like constantly switched onto the internet constantly even in a sense of physically constantly doing stuff constantly running around constantly almost like distracting yourself from how you're actually feeling by constantly doing things being on if it's that being on your phone if it's constantly surrounding yourself with friends for the purpose of distraction then you're never actually going to deal with the problems head on and you're never going to be able to fully solve them if you're just constantly distracting so by switch off to switch on I mean you need to spend less time consuming content as in an online sense I feel like a lot of the time if I'm going to wind down I'll put on a podcast or I'll put on a YouTube video or I'll watch a film like everything 
that I'm doing to wind down. I can't just spend five minutes with myself without any sound on in the background, just me. Like that was something I was struggling to do. Like I could spend some time journaling, but it's almost like I always had to be doing something or listening to something. I couldn't just sit there, say like 15 minutes, just chilling out. I had to be constantly listening to something. And it was even like that on my runs. Like I was listening to, I love listening to podcasts on my runs, like don't get me wrong but I was just constantly listening. Sometimes I wasn't even listening to what they were saying. I just needed some kind of sound. And that's when I was like, this is this is going a bit far. So now on my runs, if I find myself zoning out from the podcast and I'm not actually listening to what they're saying, I'm, like, I'm gonna run half this room with the podcast. And then once that podcast is finished, however like, long left of my run that I have, I'm gonna try running with no, like nothing going on. And that was when I had like half the realizations that I'm gonna talk about was when nothing, my brain could just think. And when you give yourself time to think and time to breathe, you'll actually work through a lot of your problems, have a lot of realizations because you are switched off, but you're switched on to yourself. You need to switch that connection with yourself on. That's what you need to do. switch off to switch on to summarize it's just when you spend less time mindlessly scrolling or make the effort to be like you know what after this time I'm not going to go on my phone I'm going to wind down I'm going to truly wind down and relax or it might be I'm going on a run today but I'd usually listen to quite a lot of music I'm going to try the last 10 minutes or the last five minutes without any music and then when I'm walking home I'm just going to switch my headphones off because having that time to yourself and spending time with yourself that is when you can truly process and realize and grow because in those moments that's when you're able to truly connect with yourself because we're in such a switched on world you feel like you have to be switched on all the time And that's not the case. Just try, if I would suggest anything this week, it would be just each day, try and have even just 15 minutes where you just sit with yourself. You don't have to journal if you don't want, but just sit with yourself and just feel and just allow thoughts. Thoughts might be running around your head. It might be uncomfortable but then you can write those thoughts out, work through those thoughts, because I guarantee you, if you do that for 15 minutes every day, you're gonna start to feel a lot more calm anyway. And you might find that you want to do it for even longer because you need to switch off. It's like a car, you've filled it up with fuel. You can't drive around, constantly drive, 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 and not expect yourself to run out of fuel you need to switch off, you need to refuel, do things that fill your cup that are for you, because otherwise you're just gonna, your body's gonna force yourself to switch off, and it's really, really hard when you end up in a situation where your body's like, look, I'm making you switch off now because you've not listened. Learn how to switch off before your body's forcing you to switch off because that's when it's really 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 hard 
and I'm still on a journey with this. It's not like suddenly now I'm perfect and every time I feel anxious, I'm gonna do something for myself instead. Like you will have those feelings or you will end up automatically going to your phone. But now it's realizing that I'll be on my phone and I'm like, why am I on my phone? And then I realize, right, I'm endlessly scrolling, put my phone down and then I'll sit with myself or do something to fill me up. I'm not gonna, it's about cutting down that time and realizing because once you're self-aware, that's like one of the biggest steps you can take. So I truly, truly urge you to switch off, to switch on because I can't put enough emphasis on how much it's helped me feel a lot calmer and a lot more peaceful. And it means that I don't have these like prolonged hours of just feeling that little bit of anxiety in my chest instead. I might feel it, I might scroll maybe for 30 minutes instead or 15 minutes and then I'll notice and then I'll do something to self-soothe and something to lift me up. And then I will feel better rather than just spending hours scrolling. And it is really, really hard. But once you take the steps and start to notice it, that's when you can fix it. And I honestly, I urge you all to switch off. So my next realization is that you have to have downs to have ups. Tough times mean that you will grow. And I know this might, you can't realize it when you are actually going through the tough time. But if you think back to any time in your life where you've been really struggling, and then think of yourself now, there will be so much growth. For me, obviously I talked about this in my last episode, but being at the arena, that was awful. Like that was not my fault at all. But after going through therapy and working on myself, I've grown so much from it. Obviously, I think I said this in the last episode as well, I'm not thankful that it happened in no way shape or form but I've been able to grow so much from it and have so many realizations which have allowed me to evolve as a human understand when other people are struggling understand them a lot better as well and just on a whole be more confident and it's taught me to always try and grab every opportunity always make the most of absolutely everything and just be so so grateful for all the good things in my life because I reflect on that and there was a point where I literally couldn't leave the house I felt so anxious that even the thought of going outside I was worried something bad would happen to me but reflecting on like the years of healing that I've done and now I'm running in the center of Manchester for a charity those come out of the arena. I'm happy, I'm really connected, I'm joyful in that moment. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to move my body. And that's running around the city that five, six years ago, I was like, I will never be able to go back there. I'm never gonna be able to go back there because of what's happened. I'll always be too scared. Something bad will happen if I go. But I've worked through that. And you can work through that because it's really hard, especially if you're at the beginning of your healing journey, you think that will never be me. And I always thought that, but I'm here to tell you that can be you. You will 
heal and grow from the tough times that you go through. It might be hard to realise it in the moment, but you are going to heal and you will be able to do all those things that right now you just think are a pipe dream or think that I'll never be able to do that. You will be able to do that. It doesn't even have to be like a big event that you're processing. Tough times might be you're struggling in a relationship or you've been feeling down for the past few weeks, but then when you're starting to come out of that, if you reflect on it, you definitely will have grown over the past few weeks or over the tough time that you've had. It's just so hard to realise that tough times are a chance for you to grow. And if you can try and reframe your mindset so that it's like, I'm I'm going through a tough time right now. And you might not be able to do this when you're in the moment, but when you've got that rational head on, just try and remind yourself that even if I'm going through a tough time now, this is a chance for me to grow. This is the universe or this is someone giving me an opportunity to grow. There's clearly something that needs to heal. So it might be really, really tough, but imagine what I'm gonna be able to do in the next few months or imagine what I'm gonna be able to do in the next week or the next year because I've grown from this moment. And if you try and reframe it as a growth moment, if you can reframe it as that, because obviously there is a lot of processing that you have to do before you can get to that moment. It was six years ago, the arena, and it's been a continuous healing journey with ups and downs. But each time I've been able to come back from it and each time you will be able to come back from it and see this is a moment of growth for me. This is a moment of growth. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to continuously evolve and grow into the human that I want to be. So I think that just about rounds off my second realization. You have to have downs to have ups. Tough times as much as they might be absolutely awful, if you can try and reframe it as this is a chance for me to grow. And when I look back in a week, a month, a year, I'm gonna be so, so proud that I've been able to grow from that moment. You have to have downs to have ups, tough times equal growth. The third realization that I've had, it's quite similar to the previous one, is that you have the power to change your mood. And when I realized this, it just completely shifted my way of thinking. And I've had this realization like a few times, but when it came up for me, I was like, I have the power to change my mood. A lot of us, when we are feeling down, when I mentioned when we were speaking about switching off to switch on, a lot of us will turn to our phone or a lot of us will do things that will actually make us feel worse or distract ourselves so then we end up feeling worse but as soon as you can be self-aware and realize that you have the power to change your mood. I was feeling really down a few weeks ago, I can't specifically remember about what but I was just feeling really anxious and overwhelmed and I was just really working myself up. I then started to go on my phone to try and like distract myself from it and I was like wait, I have the power to change my mood. Why am I sat here doing something which I know 
in my rational mind is completely counterproductive to what I'm trying to achieve. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I've kind of been procrastinating going on a run all day as well. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get up. I'm gonna get myself changed. I'm gonna hype myself up and I'm gonna go on my run because as much as I don't want to go on my run right now, I know that getting out on my run, I always feel a million times better. And this is not me saying, if you're feeling sad, go on a run. But there's so many different ways of self-soothing. Like sometimes I'll feel sad and I'm not thinking I'm about to go on a run, but this was just in this instance, I was like, I'm gonna get my run done. I know that'll make me feel better. I know that I'm gonna feel way better once I get out on my run. And I did, I got ready, hyped myself up, went on my run, got back and my mood was completely shifted. Obviously, I didn't instantly feel better about the situation that was going on, but my mood felt massively shifted from the place that it was before. So you have the power to change your mood, even if it's what I did was like a mind map and I was like, ways I can look after myself. And then the time I had an idea, it was like maybe go on a run or read or do a face mask, do a hair mask, go on a walk, go outside. Like there's so many different things that you can do to self-soothe and that you can do that will change your mood in a positive way rather than doing things that end up self-sabotaging. And I know as humans, that is something that, we will fall into the tendency of doing, we'll self-sabotage, we'll play really, really sad music to make ourselves even more sad than we already were. And sometimes that is soothing, but sometimes it's like, this isn't helping me. I'm literally having an emotional breakdown. Why have I decided to type in depression playlist into Spotify and whack it on? Is this really gonna help? And the answer's obviously no. Like listening to sad music isn't gonna make me feel happy, is it? So it's about when you can, realizing, hold on, I have the power to change my mood. Why am I doing things which will make my mood worse? I can do something that will make my mood better, make me feel better. So I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna do that. And then as soon as you start to do that, you realize that each time you are able to do something that changes your mood, in a good way that will become the new learned behavior so instead of reaching for tiktok mindless scrolling reaching for the like most depressing playlist on spotify instead you'll be like i'm feeling i'm feeling some type of way i'm feeling anxious for example i'm gonna go take myself on a 10 minute walk i'm gonna take myself outside for 10 minutes i'm just gonna walk slowly take everything in let the cold wind brush against my face, regulate, take yourself out of the situation. So then next time, when you start to feel like that, you'll think, I'm feeling like this. I feel like going on a walk. So then you will have the power to change your mood and it will become the new learned behavior. It will become the habit to make yourself feel better. And I think that's something that we can all learn we all have the power to change our mood. So let's do it. Let's empower ourselves. Let's make ourselves feel amazing and lift ourselves up, do something to fill our cup 
rather than engaging in all these behaviors and it is so much easier said than done as soon as you start to become self-aware we're gonna fill our cup instead why would I want to make myself feel even more sad than I already am let's harness the power to change our moods my final realization for today is that I am unstoppable and I can do anything and that goes the same for you you are unstoppable and you can do anything you put your mind to believe in it enough and it seems so simple but once you start to realize that you'll start to embrace everything and then even more opportunities will come your way for example on the retreat one of the things that we had to do was an ice bath and I was like I've been trying to get some cold showers in there but they weren't ice ice cold or whenever I did flick it to ice ice cold I'd be like "Ah!" and then I'd kind of have to hop out because I was like no that is too cold and on the retreat I had a five minute ice bath and I was like it wasn't five minutes but she said for a beginner staying in for three to five minutes is like the max and I was like oh I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do that I don't know how I'm gonna do that how am I like I can barely stay in an ice shower for a couple of minutes so the time came to get in the ice baths and I was like you know what I'm gonna go first and we stepped in at first I was like I can't do it I can't do it and I was like wait a minute I am unstoppable, I can do anything. I am unstoppable and I can do anything. And I just kept telling myself that. And then I actually really enjoyed it and was able to stay in there for five minutes. And I even dunked my head under because you know, she's that crazy. I dunked my head under as well. And when I got out, I was like, whoa, I felt amazing. But that's because I told myself that I could do it. If you start to tell yourself you can do it, then you actually can and it's so weird but you almost manifest it into existence because if you go at everything with the attitude that you're unstoppable you can do it then the chances are you have you have a higher chance of succeeding because you're going in with the really really positive attitude that people can't break another example which I think I briefly touched on in last week's episode as well was when I had to lead the TGR event I was on the bus and I was literally crippled I felt so anxious. I literally put on anxiety soothing music on Spotify because I was like, I can't, I can't lead this run. There's so many people. And then again, I was like, hold up. Why are you telling yourself that you can't do it? So I got on my journal, wrote all the reasons that I could do it, how I was going to be confident, how I was going to inspire people. And then that's exactly what happened. Because as soon as you start to believe in yourself, it's so hard and I'll probably do a whole other episode on self-belief because it has been such a journey for me and sometimes I do still struggle to believe in myself. I feel like everyone has moments of struggle but my self-esteem used to be literally non-existent. Like I had no self-esteem. The narrative for me was that I was never good enough and that was something that I really, really struggled with. I'd probably say all throughout high school and then sometimes even now but not as much now because I've been able to do a lot of healing work and work on my self-belief. But even like a few months ago, if you would have told me all the stuff I'm doing now, I would have been like, yeah, (laughs) sure you are. But I am. And it's so weird. I have literally sometimes got to fake it till you make it because 
when I was first feeling anxious about that event and was saying, well, I'm unstoppable, I'm unstoppable and I can do anything. I didn't feel like that. But if you tell yourself that, put yourself in that mindset, that headspace, then you're so much more likely to be able to achieve it. And the more things that you go into with that attitude that then go well, it's like building up a little bank of memories. And when you start to feel like you can't do it or you're not good enough or whatever those limiting beliefs in your head are, you go, hold on a minute. I've got a bank of memories that literally prove that I'm good enough and I'm unstoppable and I can do it. For example, remember when you did that ice bath girl? And then I think, yeah, I did that. I can do that and I'm gonna do it. I can literally do anything. Like when we did like, like each week at these girls run, a lot of the times I'll do the warm up and the cool down. And I remember the first time I was, I offered to do the warm up. I was so nervous. I don't even know why. Cause I literally put in the chat like, yeah, I do dance. So I'm used to warming people up cause I am. But then as soon as I got in a circle with everyone, I was like, oh God, like I was so nervous. And I don't even know, I don't even know why. Like I laugh now cause it's just silly. I'm literally nervous about shouting out star jumps. I was so nervous and I'm texting my boyfriend being like I'm really nervous and he was like you can do it and I was like hell yeah I can do it and then I did it everyone loved it and now not to brag but everyone is like are you doing the one this week and even when we had the summer social event of the weekend Mol who set up these girls room came up to me and she's like I've heard about your warm-up are you doing it this week and I was like I can do why is there a massive hype around my warm-up but that's because I've clearly started to believe in myself, take ownership of that. And once you start to believe in yourself, once you believe you're unstoppable and you can do anything, so will others. Like you reflect that energy out and it allows other people to, who might not feel that, they will then feel a bit of that energy from you and then be like, wait a minute, I can do it as well. And then it's just a massive force of everyone feeling like they're unstoppable and they can do anything. And sometimes it will be harder. You can't just say to yourself, oh, I feel, I feel unstoppable when you are actually really struggling. But the more you just try and put that into practice, even if you don't necessarily believe it, the more that you will actually start to believe and the more that those opportunities will come to you. Because now when I'm doing the cool down at TGR, I'll be more open to speaking. I'll be like, hey, let's, if anyone wants to share what they're grateful for, we can share what we're grateful for. Or if anyone's got a weekly, I'm making it into something. I'm not like, guys, let's just, just follow the stretches that I do. And because I'm believing in myself and I'm wanting to empower others. I'm wanting to inspire others. I know that I'm unstoppable and I can do anything. And that's how I'm going to act. That is how I'm going to act. And you are unstoppable and you can do anything. And that's how you should act as well. To jump back to earlier, those tough times that you've been through, that you've grown from, that is literally proof that you were unstoppable and you can do anything. Me running around Manchester on literally the anniversary of the arena being like... <laughs> what? I am literally unstoppable. And this is not to sound 
big headed at all like this because I just realized for the past like 10 minutes I've been going I'm unstoppable I can do anything it is not to sound big headed at all that's just like a disclaimer not big headed at all but you're allowed to tell yourself that you're unstoppable and you can do anything and I feel like even me just saying that then it's just a massive stigma as soon as you are proud of yourself as soon as you're saying stuff like yeah I can do that yeah I'm amazing yeah I'm this yeah I'm that then I feel like there's this big stigma especially within women that then you feel like you can't say that stuff because then it's oh I'm being a I'm being a bit big-headed I feel like it might be a British thing as well but I'm not sure like oh I'm being a bit big-headed like like I'm, I'm gonna be a humble queen yeah I'm humble but also I'm unstoppable and I can do anything and so can you so if you're feeling a little bit like well mm, should I say that yes you're saying it that was our like last little realization I've had recently but as you know we've got our little affirmation of the week going forward and the affirmation this week shock horror is I am unstoppable and I can do anything so you are unstoppable and you can do anything and I'd really like to know if you listen to the podcast and then maybe later on in the week come into a situation where you're having to tell yourself that affirmation but if you would message me on my Instagram Jasmine Zo Fit, that would be amazing because I'd love to hear how you use that affirmation to empower yourself but obviously there's no pressure to share with me but take this affirmation into well into your next week but into your life like you're unstoppable and you can do anything and the moment you realize that is the moment when more opportunities will come to you it is crazy week past couple of months what opportunities have come to me because I've believed I'm unstoppable and that I can do anything to go back like I've always struggled to get a job with uni because it is really full-on and I'd then struggle with like burnout and having actual downtime because my uni course is like a job in itself but I've managed to get a job this week so whoop whoop to me that will allow me to work alongside uni and give me that downtime and understand but I've always felt like oh I can't get a job with uni I just I can't but now I'm like well if I can find the right job then I can and I can do anything if if I want to get a job I can go out search and find that job not to go on a little tangent before we finish but that's just another example of this week I can I'm unstoppable and I can do anything so can you even in those moments where you feel like you can't see a way out or you're just feeling miserable, try and remind yourself that you're unstoppable and you can do anything because you can. And I'm sure there's been plenty of times before where you have felt like that and you've overcome it and you can overcome it and you will again. So I just wanted to end the podcast on that you are unstoppable and you can do anything and I really hope you loved listening to the podcast this week we'll be back again next Tuesday for another rundown this was the rundown of my recent realizations lots of r's in that sentence and it'd really mean a lot like you did last week if you could maybe share to your stories if you enjoyed the podcast maybe send it to someone that you think would really 
enjoy listening to it or they would take something away from it. Just share the rundown with Jazz Love and not to do the little Insta plug, but don't forget to follow me on Instagram, which is Jasmine Zofit, J-A-S-M-I-N-E-Z-O-F-I-T. I I feel like I'm going to make that a thing now. (laughs) And I hope you all have a lovely, empowered, strong, unstoppable week. I will see you very, very soon where we do a whole nother rundown with Jazz.